Welcome. My name is Mary McCarthy, and you are listening to my podcast, Resilience and Grace, episode number 48. Today I am talking about the second niyama, known as santosha. The Sanskrit word santosha is divided into two parts, sam, meaning completely or entirely, and tosha, meaning acceptance, satisfaction, and contentment. Together they create a word that means complete acceptance or contentment. It sounds nice, doesn't it? Santosha is the second of the niyamas, also known as personal observances, from Patanjali's Yoga Sutra. It is essentially the opposite of desire, a feeling that we need things to be different before we can be happy. This niyama is about mastering the art of feeling at ease and at peace with yourself. Santosha can be a difficult concept to wrap your head around, particularly if your personal story is filled with negative thoughts like, I'm not good enough, I'm too this, or not enough that. It is hard to see the goodness in yourself and others, let alone feel even fleeting moments of contentment when you're expending a lot of mental energy knocking yourself down. How often does, I'll be happy when, cross your mind? As a dedicated practicing yogi, I've experienced the nagging thought of, I'd be happier if, when I practice. Whether it's getting a different job, meeting someone new, or being able to get myself into that yoga posture I've been working toward, I bet there's probably even one or two things that you could think of that could make you happier or more content as well. It's natural to want to grow and expand our minds and push ourselves towards a goal. It isn't a bad thing. It just becomes challenging when we base our entire sense of peace and happiness on this. The practice of yoga reminds us we don't need to look beyond ourselves for happiness and contentment. In fact, a fundamental principle of yoga is that deep inside, we are truly perfect just as we are. We have all we need, and there are plenty of ways to uncover this on and off the yoga mat. Santosha unfolds from an experience of acceptance. Contentment is an aspect of living in the moment. When we are content, we are happy. Thus, and here is the key to this niyama, through the power of contentment, happiness becomes our choice. Practicing contentment means letting go of the past. It means not condemning ourselves for not being wiser, wealthier, or more successful than we are. It also means that we must free our minds of expectations. Then we will see life in a larger context and be able to ride its ups and downs with equanimity. Sounds a lot easier than it is. So how do we practice Santosha on the mat? Well, anyone who's ever been to a yoga class knows the feeling. You're working your way into a posture and you just can't help but take a peek around the room to see whether you're doing better than someone else. 
Admit it. We've all been there at least once. Yoga practices like asanas and dhyana, meditation, are excellent places to examine the stories we tell ourselves and then observe how they affect our mood and attitude. So the next time you're on your meditation cushion or yoga mat, especially in the midst of a difficult pose, take a moment and listen to your story. Is the default in your mind, this is hard, I can't do this? Or is it, this is difficult, let's see how I do with it today? See, the way that you approach your practice is often a reflection of how you approach your life. With an attitude of Santosha, we can focus on the experience of yoga instead of the outcome. Asana is kind of a double-edged sword here. Because when we practice in a certain way, it allows us to feel our bodies, experience our breath, reflect on the thoughts of our minds, and connect to those emotions in our hearts and merge these seemingly separate parts into a unified whole. But when we practice this another way, asanas can intensify unhealthy attitudes about our bodies and increase our desire to conform to unrealistic ideas and ideals and images in our minds. So we fall into a trap. Instead of accepting our bodies as they are, we might think that spending more time on the mat will bring happiness with, you know, a perkier butt, a flatter belly, or sculpted arms. However, you know what? If we're actually able to look past the noise and distraction to the true essence of the practice, we'll discover that yoga promises so much more than these superficial rewards. Rather than fixing what we believe is wrong with our bodies, a yoga practice can enhance our relationship with our bodies. Rather than constantly focusing on how our bodies look, we can instead explore how our bodies feel. And we can begin to honor our body and hold gratitude for what it can do instead of what our limitations are. And next time you're on your yoga mat, notice what kinds of thoughts and emotions come up about yourself and your body. Feel what's happening in the body. See if you can focus on simply feeling what comes up from moment to moment with no judgment, rather than having to do or achieve or change anything to make it and you, quote, better. You may notice sensations the body is giving you. And when you can tap into how you feel, you can really care for your body, possibly even making modifications and holding gratitude for the present state it is in today. So instead of trying to look like the person next to you or even the teacher on the screen, find the version of the pose that makes sense for your body. You might want to use a prop or even go at a slower pace because that's what feels good to your body during that particular practice. 
When we practice with an awareness of the feelings that are presented to us at the moment, we really can move away from comparison and actually possibly leads us to injury and towards a practice and postures where we feel relaxed, calm, grounded, and pain-free. So in your next yoga class or home practice, make the intention to appreciate yourself for what you are, who you are, how far you've come, and all that you have to look forward to. Your body will thank you and contentment will find you. So how do we practice Santosha off the mat? While constantly chasing after a feeling, a physical possession, or a person, it can really become exhausting after a while. And yes, of course, we're going to experience temporary joy or happiness once we've conquered what we want. But how long does it really last? The promises we make to ourselves like, I'll be a better person once I've done this. If I just lose 10 pounds and I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be so much happier when I get that job. These thoughts and promises we make to ourselves cause us to disregard the present moment. Instead of holding gratitude in our hearts and enjoying the blessings and the gifts we have right now in the present moment, we're pulled into chasing and wanting more. The things around us, our experiences, and our emotions, they're constantly changing as they are a part of Prakriti, or nature. But our true self, with a capital S, is completely unchanging. Who we really are, and always will be, is completely good enough already. In fact, it is the best gift we can give ourselves and the world. In the Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna reminds Arjuna to follow his dharma, or his purpose in life. He says, It is better to perform one's own duties, imperfectly, than to master the duties of another. I'll say it again. It is better to perform one's own duties imperfectly than to master the duties of another. Living a life that is authentic and true to you is the gift of Santosha. This Niyama is an invitation to be content with all that you are and all that you have because there's no one else who can offer the world what you have to offer. Santosha offers us peace. We don't have to wait for happiness or search for something outside ourselves. You have everything you need within you. Go, go and be you. You are worthy of love and belonging just as you are. In fact, one of my favorite Brene Brown quotes from her book, The Gifts of Imperfection, reminds me of how I can practice Santosha and move toward a life of wholehearted living. She writes, wholehearted living is about engaging in our lives 
from a place of worthiness. It means cultivating the courage, compassion, and connection to wake up in the morning and think, no matter what gets done and how much is left undone, I am enough. It's going to bed at night thinking, yes, I am imperfect and vulnerable and sometimes afraid, but that doesn't change the truth that I am also brave and worthy of love and belonging. Thank you for listening, taking time to understand the Niyama Santosha. There are so many things in this world that pull us out of being content. We live in a culture that is constantly marketing to us and letting us know we need more to be successful. Remember, friends, that you are already enough. Until next time. Om Shanti Shanti Shanti. Peace.